one of the biggest conundrums that faces you as a midlife woman is answering this question with clarity, grace, and aplomb. Who are you? And just take a moment, roll that through the cells and bones of your body. Who am I? Who am I? After years of always putting everybody else before themselves, after years of always taking care of everyone else, midlife and menopause are the crossroads at which you can stand and choose to walk a different path, a different path into you, a different path into you discovering who you are and creating I always say, a wild love affair with midlife. Let's unpack this together. Hey, my name is Star Monroe, psychotherapist and midlife relationship coach. And each week I talk about reinvention, confidence, libido and relationships in midlife. Now, a little bit of time sensitive information right now. It's the 29th of June and doors are open up to the private online secret society for badass midlife women who want to do the inner work to deepen their relationship with themselves. It's called the Midlife Collective, and I'll put all the details in the show notes. So let's come back and talk about this multi-million question, who the fuck are you? Did you know that you are a byproduct of your upbringing, especially the, the year zero to seven, because these are your formative years. These are when all the things, all the hardware is downloaded into your system. And unless you're aware of it, it will run the show through your subconscious as you are an adult. You're also a byproduct of your generational lineage and the environment, the patriarchal environment, both the seen and the unseen. So let's unpack this some more. So it gives you a little bit more information for you to do some excavation and self-reflection Actually, I'm going to start there. Did you know in the 18th century, libraries were built for men where they could go off and contemplate life, read newspapers, smoke cigars, drink their beautiful whiskey. And places like that were never available for women. And even you can see it around today, there are still a lot of more gentlemen's clubs than women's clubs. I know women's clubs are springing up all over the place. Yet this notion that men are allowed to have time to contemplate, reflect and rest. Yet women, we've never been given that. We've never been taught that. And this comes through our generational lineage. And what happened while these men were sitting in their libraries and gentlemen's clubs in the 18th century, women were at home looking after all the kids, cooking the meals, cleaning the house and getting ready probably to be fucked by their husband when he walked back through the door drunk. So you've got to understand that generational lineage really plays a part, and this is the patriarch as well, in who you are right here today. So let's go back to your parents and I'll talk very briefly about my parents. I love them dearly. I've done a shitload of inner work to repair my wounding on myself so I can show up differently in the relationship to my parents because I know I cannot expect anyone else to change. I can only change myself. So I was brought up by very stoic parents. They're emotionally unavailable. They never showed any demonstrative love. If I showed any emotion. When I was a young girl, I was told off, I was told I was okay to get on with it. 
if I slashed my finger, I was told you've got nine others, what are you crying about? And so this got embedded into the cells and the psyche of my body that I could never express myself fully. And so very early on, I created a protective layer over my true self, my true essence. And this protective layer for me personally was one that was quite defensive. I was quite combative, argumentative. And so no one could really get to who I was because I learned, and this is what you've really got to understand, you learn from a very early age how to find your sense of love and sense of belonging within your family unit. And if you were taught that it was okay to be you, you probably would have created some pseudo masks and identities to get through that period of your life and then take it on into adulthood. So I want, or I invite you, it's a better wording, invite you to really gently take a look back at your childhood and see how you were taught to get your sense of love and your sense of belonging. And as an adult, especially as we're moving through midlife, is it really is this opportunity for us to grow and to expand and to mature into iconic older women. And that means that we have to agitate and disrupt our conditioning. And also we have to heal the boo-boos, heal the traumas that we have experienced as a small child and also throughout your time of your life. Um, let's talk about generational lineage because I was watching Downton Abbey last year and this is only four generations away. So it's not that long ago. And as I was watching Downton Abbey, I was blown away because I was like, oh my God, you can really see that men were in charge. Women were secondary citizens. They had to be asked, you know, you have to ask your husband to do anything. And still remnants of that society, that way of living is in our society today. Still, when you look at marriage, a lot of people, the man will ask the dad for the girl's hand in marriage, like permission to marry her. The man gives the girl away at the marriage. This is all seeped in patriarchy. And you know, marriage first originated because uh, men used to marry women because they had more land from their family. So when they married, they got more land. So <laughs> you can see this is where marriage came from. So you can see there's a funky viewpoint on marriage as well. And it is up to you as an iconic old woman to clear the debris, to question your upbringing, to question the conditioning that is woven into the fabric of your body, the fabric of your family and the fabric of society. So as you go on into your adult life, you're going to, when you take the time to look back, you're going to see lots of little examples of where things are not working for you. And this is what I say, is that if we don't deal with things that are not working for us, or we don't have the emotional intelligence to deal with what's coming up for us, what we tend to do is to deny, either deny our experiences or just carry on. That was a real, these two things I was taught by my parents, you know, deny your experiences. There's nothing to see there, get on with it, just keep going. 
And the thing is, if we keep doing that, we don't get to process anything. And every decade or every seven years, if we don't process what goes on in those seven year cycles, it backlogs up into the next seven years and the next seven years. So you can see as you reach the age of 42, 49, that if you haven't processed and really questioned who you are and are you taking on board um, identities, masks that other people have given you, that there is a real backlog. And this is why a lot of midlife women are really struggling to kind of go, oh my God, I don't know who I am, but this doesn't work for me anymore. That's normally the catalyst. This doesn't work for me anymore. It's causing me pain and discomfort. And I do believe pain and discomfort are a great galvanizer for us women to shift and change. And that's certainly what happened to me when I got to 40. I skidded into my 40s and realized after a lifetime of self-destruction, severe body hate, addictions, alcoholism, bankruptcy, abusive relationships, codependency, codependent relationships, beasting my body, dieting over and over again, always seeking perfection. I was like, I just, I took one moment. I took a moment and I just breathed and I went, fuck, if I carry on doing this for the next half of my life, the next half of my life is going to be an absolute shit show. Worse than the first half. The first half is a shit show, but really were like way worse because I'm getting older as well. And I know as we get older, it's harder for us to take care of ourselves because our bodies are deteriorating. Today, we are one day closer to dying than we were yesterday. So an invitation again to really look back over your life and start to understand what identities have you picked up on over the years to get your sense of love and belonging and remember it would have always originated in childhood and then it gets played out and magnified in your adult relationships some of the identities that midlife women have taken on board good girl always bending over backwards the good girl never disrupts the status quo she never makes waves she's just there to go yes make sure everyone is okay then you've got the people pleaser who's always making sure everyone is okay because if for whatever reason someone is not okay and this means putting their needs their desires on the back burner then she won't feel a sense of love she'll feel guilty she'll feel like no one loves her she'll feel this real unease and unrest within her body also caregiver this one has come down that generational lineage of women before us that we always have to care give everyone and how dare us even think about taking any time to rest to recharge this is why self-care online has got this big kind of rap it's like oh my god self-care is so important it's self-care is a life essential it's a fucking non-negotiable you want to be able to self-care yourself take care of yourself and that doesn't mean just bubble baths and eating chocolate that means stepping up and taking good care of your monies like stepping up and taking good care of your health and your wellness stepping up taking really good care of how you show up in relationships stepping up taking really good care of your past traumas and boo-boos so they don't fucking bleed into your current relationships, stepping up and taking really good care of your aging body and really stepping up and taking good care of 
agitating and disrupting this nonsense that Western women are fucking surrounded with that says that as we get older, we're invisible, we're no longer viable, no one's interested in what we've got to say. It really does take a bold, brazen, feisty woman, and I know that you are one of these women, to stand her mother fucking ground this in this day and age. And also, as you start to bring more awareness to these identities that you've picked up over the years, that is a bold step, my friend, because there are many women out there that do not do this, that will just continue down the path of doing the same thing, you know, expecting a different result. We cannot, you cannot do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And so if I took you back again to the story that I was just saying, as I got into my 40s, I realized, fuck, I can no longer do this. The narrative that I had with myself was, this cannot be the only way I can live my life. There must be another way and I'm a very curious soul, and I'm sure you are too. And I've been reading books by amazing authors that had been expanding my mind on human behavior, human nature for so many years. So I could see other women were living a different life to me. I could see women were living a more harmonious, had a more harmonious relationship with themselves and everyone in it. And I was like, I can see it. I can see it. And thank God for these women and these books that I was reading, because what it did, it opened a door, it opened a portal for me to step through. And this is your invitation as well, to step through the portal of something that's calling you. I always say, follow the pull, it will not lead you astray. And this is what I said to myself, I will find a way. I don't yet know the way, I will find a way. And that was back at 40 and now I'm 52. And over the last 10 to 12 years, I have been on this journey of coming back home to myself. And I truly believe now I am an iconic older woman. I look forward to getting older. I have created the identities I want for myself. And also here is the kicker is I've come to terms and come to peace with those parts of me that people have told me over the years are unacceptable, unlovable um, and unappreciated. My job is to welcome all parts of my psyche back home to myself and allow them to sit at the table of my life. I am there to take care of them as my wise queen self and to let them know that they are welcome here. They have a voice and I'm more than happy to listen to their voice because a lot of these identities as well, people please are good girl, defensive, independent woman, independent woman's good girl sister, you know that. Um, they have a voice. They are they, what their role is, is they're protecting your true essence, protecting your true self. You cannot just sweep them away. I'm sure that you've seen online or, uh, you know, you might have worked with someone who says, just ignore yourself in a critic. Just keep going. You can't do that. You cannot do that because what you're doing with that is you're ignoring a part of you, you're dismissing a part of you. And these are the traits that we have probably brought on from childhood. You dismiss our reality, dismiss, dismiss who we are. And for us to be whole, for us to have a really harmonious relationship, for us to have a really fucking deep understanding of who we are and therefore know what we want and go out there and get it and create a life that fucking lights us the fuck up 
we have to make friends with all these pieces inside us. Question, did you create your identity or was it given to you? Here's another slant on this. We've also learned, especially if we didn't get the love and the, the unconditional love and the acceptance as children and throughout our life, that we've probably learned, you've probably learned that it's not safe to be you. As you come back home to yourself, you are learning to create safety, stability and security within yourself. There is one thing for certain, my friend, life is chaotic, unpredictable and it's just you never know what's coming around the corner i don't care how organized you are what perfectionist traits are in you you cannot predict the future i don't care if you listen to psychics they cannot predict the future they see one path for you and there are zillions of paths that we can walk at any moment of any single day your job is to create safety, security, and stability within you so you no longer freak out at what life throws at you. Because I'm sure you know if you've moved through if you're moving through midlife, life is a tricky motherfucker and it will throw curveballs at you when you least expect it. Just when everything is going well, something else goes terribly wrong over in the corner and you're like jesus christ now i've got to sort that out and if you have not got the skills it will derail you it will derail you your job as you move through midlife is to come back home to yourself to question to agitate to heal your childhood wounding to question to agitate that gen generational lineage and then also to take a big shovel into the patriarchy and to start digging and start to understand that you have been brainwashed since the day you slid out your mum's vagina way before actually way before that because it was happening in your mum and your grandma your great grandma so on so on is that you've been brainwashed to think a certain way act a certain way dress move eat have relationships sex intimacy talk you've you've been brainwashed by the patriarchy and unless you question this it is going to infiltrate your midlife and then your life as you get older into your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe hundreds. I don't particularly want to live to 100 if I'm honest. So the other thing to really recognize is that relationship, sex and intimacy has been heavily influenced by the male gaze. I invite you to go and Google that and do some research on yourself. The male gaze is everywhere the way a camera pans up a woman's body and it pans down a man's body the way that women are posed in advertising the way that men are posed in advertising the way that we have sex um most people think sex uh, orgasm is the goal penetration is the goal no no it's not it's intimacy it's gentleness it's touch it's sensual, it's a bonding moment, it's tease, it's allure, it's seduction, it's looking into each other's eyes, it's asking for consent if they can do this to you, you can do this to them. That's sex from a female gaze, it's slow 
and it's even fucking slower. Orgasm is not the goal in sex. If you still think it is, you've been brainwashed by the male gaze and our bodies as midlife women need sex from the female gaze. We need to slow our roll. We need to be seduced. We need to know that we're wanted, appreciated, adored way before we get in the sack with our partner. The other thing is that you've been very washed by the patriarchy by our society, and I've already said it, that getting older is a bad thing. Aging is a bad thing. Your aging body is a bad thing. Get the fuck over it. We're all heading that way. I would invite you to really look at loads of images of older people really absorb how older people look i live in turkey i'm surrounded by older people it's a huge expert expat community here retirees i'm surrounded by older people and they flaunt their bodies they are happy here it's a joy actually to be around also the patriarchy has brainwashed you into believing that intellect is way more important than wisdom body wisdom at uh, one of my jobs is to really drop you deeper into your body to cultivate a stronger channel between your mind and your body your body holds deep wisdom there is wisdom in seven wisdom centers of your body and you need to be able to access it you need to be able to, be able to access your intuition your instinct your knowing your the wise self as well you need to be embodied and here's what you've been taught that living in your head is the only way but the thing is if living in your head was the only way you would have figured out all your shit by now you wouldn't be overwhelmed all the time exhausted self-doubting yourself um, living in procrastination that's living in your head you need to drop into your body and give yourself so much space which then segues me beautifully into the patriarchy has brainwashed you into believing that rest is illegal it's not allowed you've got to produce you've got to keep buying and here's how it's been set up patriarchy and capitalism have been set up to make you feel bad about yourself they will invent things to fix the so-called problem of you you're not a problem you do not need to be fixed you just need to move back into your body and it's a never-ending cycle women men over the world are looking for this eternal quick fix secret code one two three formula and there isn't any there isn't any the only way is for you to disrupt and agitate your inherent conditioning heal your past wounding and then surround yourself with women who are re-emerging as the women they've always wanted to be oh so much juiciness to this so much wisdom so much there's so many doors here that I'm flinging open for you to move through as well. The patriarch has also told you that it's not okay for you to feel. It's not okay for you to express your emotions. And I've, from my work with women, I've seen the two-edged sword to this one is one, they don't express their emotions and then they're wildly expressing their emotions. Neither of those two work, but I believe you've got to swing that pendulum and then find your middle ground. You've got to learn to be able to process your emotions. Otherwise, they stay stuck in your body. Your body becomes more rigid. You don't want a rigid body as you get older. Oh my God, everything is drying up anyway. You want to be able to have a body that moves with ease, and that means you've got to move it as well. Oh, 
patriarchy, your upbringing, generational lineage has taught women of our age that we've just got to survive. We've just got to keep going, plow on. And I'm here like to wake you the fuck up from your slumber and say, no, you do not just have to survive. Your rightful place in this life is one of thrival. I do believe I made that word up a while ago and I'm, I am owning it. Your job is to thrive in life. You get one life, one life. We're all getting older and your job is to come back home to yourself so you can create a life of ease, contentment, groundedness, where you feel secure in who yourself, in yourself, where you can trust yourself, where you've got your own back, where when you reach an impasse or you don't know the answers or you're not certain of which way to go, you don't force the answers. You, you have the tenacity, the wisdom to be able to sit in the unknown and allow the answers to come to you. It's about you really coming home to your body and recognizing that she is a sacred vessel. She is a fucking goddess and all she's ever wanted all your life is for you to come home and absolutely fucking love her that's all she's ever wanted she's crying out for your love she's crying out for your attention so when you project this out you're seeking attention from the outside you want someone to tell you you're beautiful you want someone to notice you notice your fucking self Notice your body, stop ignoring her, stop abandoning her, stop running away from her and come back home to you. You are the most important woman in this fucking world. The most important relationship you will ever, ever, ever have is the one with yourself. You have to understand that you have divinity running through you. You are powerful beyond measure. You can create a life that is pulling you. It's inside. I know it's inside. You may have put the lid on it. I did that in my early, in my mid forties. You may have put the lid on your dreams and your desires, and yet they're still there. They're calling you. They're whispering to you. Your body is saying something to you. I invite you. I urge you to claim your life. Claim you. Say yes to you. No one else is going to say yes to you. No one else is going to notice you. No one else is going to tell you you're pretty, you're beautiful, you're wise until you fucking do it because you have to see these qualities within you before anyone else can really see them. I would love for you to join me on this journey of awakening in midlife. If you feel called to deepen the work, to deepen the connection with yourself, then doors are open to the Midlife Collective until the 2nd of July. As I said, the link is in the show notes. Please take your time, read through everything. And if you feel the pull, if you feel the pull to do things differently in midlife, say yes to yourself and come and join us.